Yeah, so we've got a special guest on the program mm. today, fresh off the Dallium red carpet. I'm told she's one of the best dressed on the night. It is Tiani Penatani. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. No problems. How was a big night last night? Are you nursing a little bit of a sore head today? <laughs> I did have a couple of champagnes, but I was actually really well behaved. I went home and um, I didn't hit the after party, which I heard was at the Golden Sheaf in Ooh, Double Bay. So oh, that's always yeah. risky. I, um, that's yeah. risky. No yeah, trouble going to the Golden I, Sheaf. I know. Yeah. With I, I, think, uh, I, I was in a ball gown. I was looking a little bit like Cinderella, so there's no way I was going to be wearing that gown out um, to the Sheaf. So I'm was, glad I went home. Tiana, was it a hired gown? How did you, you know, I, generally if I go somewhere with my fiancé to a, a big event, we just go and hire one and then send it back the next day go, no, nah, we're, we're <laughs> No, definitely. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the, way, um, the way the, the world of fashion these days. Mine was, um, I, mine was um, like gifted to me by a beautiful designer, Amanda Tosevsky, um, which was sourced by my stylist, um, Donika Lilla. So very nice. grateful to have been able to wear a um, wear couture, which is, um, yeah, it's, it's the first time I've kind of been styled like that and um, been given, you know, a custom gown. Very nice, Tiani. Yeah, generally, we get ours from, uh, I don't know, what's MJ Bale or something like that. And really <laughs> awkward. I, I thought you were like a Kelly's country. <laughs> Kelly's country. <laughs> <laughs> I get my hands on. No, oh. no stylist for me. But anyway, how was the night? And were you surprised on the night? Um, obviously, Kalen Ponga taking home the men's gong um, and Tamika Upton taking home the women's gong. Yeah, look, it was um, it was a beautiful night. It was so well run. Um, yeah, it was. It's obviously like the most prestigious um, award in our game, and everyone really looks forward to you know hitting the red carpet and being at the Dalliams. And um, everyone looked incredible, the boys and the girls. But in terms of the winners, I was quietly confident that Tamika was going to take it out. Um, in my opinion, she potentially could have won it the last two years, but she didn't play every game um, in the season due to injury, unfortunately. So it's kind of been a long time coming for her um, to secure something like this. And with KP, um, yeah, unreal. So well-deserved. I, I actually thought that SJ was going to get it, Sean mm. Johnston, but um, it just goes to show the calibre of athletes in our game. And I think, you know, this has been one of the best seasons yet that we've seen in both NRL and NRLW. So it was really exciting to actually uh, watch that final countdown. And, um, you know, everyone was kind of on the edge of their seats, you know, listening to the points. And um, for Kaylin to just, you know, skip over Sean Johnston, who I think everyone was pretty confident mm. he was going to, you know, be the recipient of that one was, um, it was really, really interesting. It was a big moment in the room. Both Kaylin and SJ are done for the season. Now their teams are out, but Tamika can back this up with yeah. a grand final win on the weekend. Who are you thinking? Who are you leaning towards for that grand final on Sunday? Yeah, look, I just think um, comparing the both teams, you know, the Titans have kind of built really nicely through the competition they they're probably at their best at the moment um with one more to go and the Knights I still feel like we haven't seen a full a full 70 minute performance from the Knights um so I think they've still got a lot more to give and and someone like Tamika Upton she provides so much like x factor and class um someone that's really unpredictable and so if if they do take it out which I think that's you know they're my tip um then she'll have a really really big game Looking back on your season, Tiana, uh, you know, you were the first inaugural captain of the Sharks. You'd moved over from St. George. You'd had a previous history of playing rugby sevens. Um, where does this rank, I guess, in being captain of an inaugural season with the Sharks? Yeah, look, it's probably one of the biggest highlights of my careers. Um, the Sharks is where I started or my rugby league journey in my adult life. And 
Um, they get, they've given me so much as a club and they've developed me as a rugby league player. And, you know, they were one of the pioneering clubs, um, like, you know, trying to go for a, an NRLW licence in their inaugural season in 2018 and they got knocked back from the NRL. So um, they've been, you know, chipping away and chipping away for so many years, trying to push their women's programs and development pathways. Um, so to be part of the club, you know, from that moment moving forward and to finally be rewarded with a licence this year and to be able to captain the inaugural team has been a really special moment for me personally and um yeah it's it's been such a fun year to be able to finally pull on the black white and blue at this level the tv product for the nrlw it's been great again this year but do you think being out there on the field this fast expansion this year has affected the the quality of play at all um, honestly, I think there were a lot of us, um, a lot of us players that kind of had doubts with the fast expansion going from six to 10 teams. Um, but in saying that, we've been really pleasantly surprised. You know, there's been so many games in our competition that have been decided by either one point or two points or, you know, even four points. Um, there weren't many blowout scores, which, you know, is a testament to the quality of the game. And we've been able to kind of maintain that quality. We had around 100 rookies um, that were amazing. Uh, there were so many contenders for that Rookie of the Year um, award as well at Dalliams. And I think that just really speaks um, speaks so well of what kind of talent that we've got coming through the pathways. And expansion was probably the best thing and de- definitely um, made a few of the critics, myself included initially, um, you know, quietened down in that sense. Um, the, the Titans this year, more to that point, which I think is a good question from the missile, but I'll shoot him down here. The Titans have gone from Spoon to a grand final, had a, had a stellar mm. year. Um, they've got some great people involved. Matty Guy's there as assistant coach. He got a shout-out from the coach recently. So it's great to see some past players um, connected. Um, if they were to expand again, would you would you like to see the Warriors as a potential, another team to enter the competition? Maybe my Bulldogs. Yeah, the Doggies. Yeah. Who would you see like yeah. coming to the tournament next? Yeah, definitely. You know, I know the Warriors, they have such a strong representation through, you know, all of their girls that relocate to come and play in the NRLW. And we had our Rookie of the Year, Anessa Biddle, who's, um, you know, born and raised in Auckland and a really proud um, Kiwi. So, um, you know, the likes of her and, and so many of the Kiwis that do play in, in our comp, you know, the Warriors would probably be the first team that comes to mind to bring them back into the competition. Um, and, you know, just with the movement that's being created at the moment at the Warriors for the men, um, they're such a passionate club and, and they're in a really good space. So it would be really nice to kind of see that representation. Um, the Bulldogs are, are kind of at the forefront too in Sydney. But in my opinion, I feel like we've got enough Sydney teams in the comp. It's just only going to spread the talent even further um, apart. So I would probably – I'd pick the Warriors first if yep. I was in that boardroom meeting in the, in the NRL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiana, we have a lot of punters that follow this show. And, of course, Sock, we always gamble responsibly. Yes. Uh, but if you were going to pick uh, a winner, maybe a try scorer – um, what else could we go for? So like over-unders yeah. on points. Yeah. Like, how, How's this game going to pan oh, out for, for those people that want to punt? No, not necessarily us, <laughs> but, you know, the, the listeners. <laughs> yeah, look, I would definitely be tipping, um, and this is just me, I'd be tipping the Newcastle Knights to win. Um, I would also be tipping Ivania Politi and Tamika Upton as anytime try scorers. Um, Quick, let me but, write that down. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, that, that's just me going off the stats, guys. So, what are you going to do, <laughs> Grand Final Day, Tiani and uh, Tiana? And what's has the off season got in store for yourself? 
yeah, well, I, I'm going to be away. I'm going to head down the south coast and, and just enjoy some time away um, and watch the grand final down there somewhere. Um, and the off-season, it's a bit of a different kind of structure of a year for next next year for us. So I'm just going to train, maybe travel for a couple of months um, and really soak up some, you know, some time off and then get back into training and then wait for pre-season to roll around again. Is this like a, an extended Mad Monday girls trip down the south coast or is this like a relax and kick the feet No, I've, um, we've already... We've already done the Mad Monday. I just came came out of the head noise um, for the week, um, <laughs> so so no none of that. This is just this is wholesome now. I need to kind of fill the cup back up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Um, well, you got any more questions about the doggies here, Miss Oh, look, no, look, just on the NRLW, the doggies are building a new centre of excellence. Yeah. Uh, a large portion of that will be attributed to an NRLW team. So they're they're putting in a bid. I've spoken to. Right. Aaron Warburton over there at the Bulldogs, and that's the next thing they're gunning for. So, Tiana, if you're looking for a club over the next two to three years, you know, Belmore's really nice during the winter time. It doesn't get too cold. Get yourself a great kebab on Burwood Road. Uh, so just look into that yeah. in the future. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. I am signed with the Sharks until end of 25, so I won't be going anywhere, but I appreciate the tip. Sweet. We'll take you in 26 then. Yeah, we'll take you. What does a a pre-season look like, Tiani? Has it changed over your time? I mean, you've been a professional footballer all across different codes since you were 17. Do you find that they get easier, tougher, or you sort of know how to dodge the tougher sessions? (laughs) I think I dodged all of our um our Broncos, which are like the 1.2 fitness tests. I think I got out of every single one of those this preseason, thanks to State of Origin. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look for more ways to do that. But, no, okay. it doesn't get any easier. Um, the younger players just get fitter and faster, so you got to keep up with them. <laughs> all right, Tiana, thanks for joining us uh, on the run home with Joel and Fletch with Sock and Missile yeah. today. I know you got the B team, but thanks for coming on anyway. Uh, enjoy your time down the no. south coast and good luck for next season's NRLW competition. Thanks so much, guys. It's been great chatting with you. There she is, Tiana Penitani.